0: It's time for the Jeremy Paul show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul show. Oh, feels like it's been ages. JP. <laughs> oh,
1: bro, mate, my days are just rolling one into the next. <laughs> <laughs> my eyeballs are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm good man actually i just woke up from a eight hour sleep so i'm feeling good eight feeling hours good. sleep so you sleep well, from
0: four till midday
1: yeah yeah so i' i do the i do the uh so i'm still on holidays with my my day job um, right i work for a, i work for a bank over here in, in australia and um and so I, I i go all the way through till 3.30 in the morning let let my wife sleep and let her recover until i go back to work and um so it gives her a good sort of seven hours so um and man we just we just hang out me and my bro man we just hang out we're just chilling out and man, because all they want man is food sleep <laughs> there's, not
0: there's not much to it yeah it's pre- it's pretty simple but it's pretty tight so i guess do, do you record all the games of the rugby in the league and you sit up there with your little boy but, in the middle of the night bro,
1: i have watched so much footy it's unbelievable <laughs> like, it's like Uh, he's not a bad sleeper he's he's a good sleeper so um and he's a pig like he just won't stop eating so um they normally babies normally lose 10 percent of their body weight in their first week um of course my son put it on so put weight on um no doubt he's yours then no doubt he's yours (laughs) oh mate you cannot like he he is my, my mother said he looks exactly like me um and he's yeah, he's he's just he's got that my, across my dad's cause all my dad's fano is like he's one of 14 kids. So you know, moldy, like no contraception. <laughs> um actually, you know, my grandmother, um, like she had to go to school to learn English, right? And she um she was an arranged marriage because my great grandfather loved the neighbor's white horse and he was like, um he went to his neighbor and went, Mate, bro, I love you. I love that horse. I've got eight daughters here. Which one do you want? Like, it was like Fourteen kids later. Really? Nana Julie. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So That's awesome.
0: Um, That's medieval. Yeah. It a Swap yeah, a daughter eight, for a horse.
1: I've got eight daughters. I've got eight daughters. <laughs> oh, actually, I think the first one he picked you ran away. My my Grand-auntie, so uh, my, um, my grandmother was up next, I think, so oh, just crazy times, eh, oh. then, so. But look, hey, 14 kids later, I think there's about 150 of us um, on that side of the family, yeah.
0: wow. Huge family. We We just had Leroy uh, text in and I made him ring the station because he said he's just made a fresh batch of kangawaru. Do you recall back in your early days, kangawaru, the Maori dish? No. It's made with cornmeal, flour, eggs, butter, and grated kumara, and you wrap it up Ooh. into tinfoil parcels and steam them. How no. good does that sound?
1: Oh, wow. Nana Julie used to, she'd boil ups, because they were 14 kids, man. They had no they had no money. Like, not, <laughs> they hardly had shoes or food. Like, and they were in a three-bedroom house. Um, but I tell you what, though. The grandfather he did buy them a pool table though and put him in put it in the lounge room we're all good at pool bro you <laughs> see the pool cops we actually have a pool comp running in our family that in yuka
0: <laughs> oh wow yeah my neighbor when we lived in christchurch uh, we lived next to a beautiful maori family three-bedroom house mum dad 14 kids in a three-bedroom house wow yeah they were yeah. such cool people
1: oh man it was it's crazy like yeah all cousins we all used to hang out there, um, and and you all, all got brought up by it. like so. If you never got a slap in the back of the head from your old man or your mother, you got one from your uncle or auntie. So mm. you know you all got raised by by everyone. Yeah. Um, and it was oh no. Nana Julie used to make mouldy bread like every day. Boil ups always on the stove. Um, actually, I got a recipe for for doughboys. So my 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 little parkour kids, they, they don't mind them. The boil up yeah. like this, but I do it with pork belly and spare ribs, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of riwa on the side. I love it. Yeah, 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 watercress. Yeah, <laughs> mate, we're getting so many texts just congratulating you on the new arrival, which has been happening ever since you've had your boy. Oh yes, yeah. I've got
1: to thank everyone. Thank you so much. That really, I was really emotional. A eh? like so, Jeremy, a of Paul was born on the Wednesday. And so that's his name is Jeremy Adam Paul. So a is the Moldy word for Adam. So that's my name. But he'll be known as a tonner. Mm. And um and my my seven year old Charlotte, she had a cross country on the Friday. So he was born on the Wednesday. I, I was running on two hours' sleep and I went to the cross country now. This kid doesn't like to sweat like she does she doesn't like to sweat she's she's the piano player and yeah and the and the the dancer and we got a letter from the school going uh your child just came third in the cross country and is going into the to the reps and we're like charlotte we're like what (laughs) like what (laughs) <laughs> what? Have you got the wrong kid? And anyway, I went to the cross country and she was running in and there was this, they had the young boys run first and this young boy was, it was so last. And, and you know how you start the group, the group clapping. Yeah. Like I was like yelling out, starting, come on, mate, come on. Like this one I was made, I was seriously, I was almost tearing up anyway. Cause I was just hoping that wasn't my little girl. Anyway, she came running in the middle. And I like chased her down the side. I like, chased her to the finish and said, "Oh, well done!" And I, I seriously almost burst into tears. Like I was just, man, I was that emotional for like two days, three days. It was just, it was crazy times, man. Like because it's at my age having a baby, it's definitely harder, but it's it's easier if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the crazy oh, thing crazy. was, when I took a photo of the text messages and I told everyone. Type in double eight double three. That's our text number. Thanks to Temper and Beer Post. I said and wish him well, but don't do it now. I'm going to count down three, two, one, and then send. Uh, it crashed our system.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man filled my filled my heart with love like thank you so much everyone it was beautiful it um, really made my day so Sorry, could, I couldn't get there man my eyeballs man I couldn't no. I couldn't I could, I could even speak to you the other day when you rang I thought you were just ringing me to say congrats it. and like it was like one of the first times I picked up my phone
0: yeah no it's oh, all good, good mate it's all good um, let's get some rugby questions into yes. you uh, for yes. JP this is from Mikey Perfect. G in Christchurch he says hope the late nights and the wee one is treating you well uh, what are your thoughts on this week's? against Brumbies game, I'm picking the Highlanders could get a pantsing from the Brumby sleeping giants.
1: Well, the Brumbies still haven't really clicked yet, mm. have they? Like, they're, they're winning, which is what you need to do. Like, you just, you, you need to win, but you need to gain some momentum going into the finals, and we're not too far away. So, um, oh, look, the Highlanders have been incredibly disappointing this year, haven't they? Like, especially, um, Especially when they went over to Perth and and the force knocked them off. Like I just, yeah, Sunday Mother's Day, Canberra Stadium. Oh, I think they'll put on a better show this weekend. And I think I think this is their charge. Like going into week thirteen of, of fifteen rounds. Yeah, I think the Brumbies look. They've they've got the makings. Like they last week they they jumped out to a really good lead they're playing some good footy but it's just their defense at the moment like and that's what that's what's going to win them the championship and um, i mean i thought the week before when they went over and played the hurricanes but i, I don't know i don't know bro like and I, I i'd like to hear it and like to know what the listeners think it's just like our changes like there's no consistency of of teams playing the same each week and i get it it's a world cup year but it's just—it's only 15 rounds. Like I, I yeah, I just—I don't know how the boys, how players, like, because I like to—I I like to play week in, week out. That's how I used to play, and that's how I used to like to gain form. Mm. And I just haven't seen the same team twice. <laughs> like, so I just don't know how you're going to get your combinations and your cohesion going. And I just, to me, um, again, I, I understand World Cup year, but it's pretty tough to, to to solidify those those relationships within like you, you just start to get to know players around you and and it's, but, I mean, look, it builds a good squad, but in saying that, it would be very difficult.
0: Yeah, all this all-black rest. Interestingly, just what you touched on there, about an hour ago, we had Brett Komorley on the show, and I just put to him that it's quite frustrating for rugby fans over here, and you're just like, oh, where's Geordie Barrett? Where's Ardie And Oh, he's on all-black minutes rest, so they don't get to play, and they have built themselves into good form then they have a week off then they come back and they're a bit rusty again Brett Camorley yep. at the height of his career was playing for Cronulla uh, he was playing Origin he was oh. playing Kangaroos and I said, ma- I said mate were you knackered at the end of the year were you absolutely broken and he said no mate I just wanted to play I'm a professional athlete paid to play go and play I don't want to sit out
1: I don't want, I want liar. To say, he, liar, he wasn't naked.
0: Liar. <laughs> no, he, he said. He said you have Monday to Friday off. You're a professional athlete. You're responsible for your nutrition, um, your recovery, your rest, and all of all of that stuff. And he said that's on you. It's not on the yeah. club. Um, yeah. trainings take more out of you than games sometimes.
1: Hundred percent, man. No, he's spot on. Like I think, I think the training side of things, but. But then you're, but then you you're on a double-edged sword there. If you don't do the training, then you're going to lack that intensity going into games because you're training like you can go out and lose a game on the weekend and like you know you see it all the time, right? And the the old cliche of footy is um it's a week uh, you know we've got next week to rectify ourselves and and they can they can get thumped by 30 points come out and win a game you know against the, the top of the table so um training training was always more difficult particularly when you've got a very very good squad um and if you look at like a team like the chiefs for example oh my goodness bro what about the Mooloos? oh know <laughs> oh, scary wow. good Scary good, <clears throat> scary, scary good. Look, like I, I said at the start of the year, I said, look, I'd, I'd like to see how they go. Like, I just, no no real big names. Oh, look, they've got some, obviously they've got Retellick and, and Kane and they've got some big names, but a lot of unknown. That back three, oh my goodness. Like, what are the All Blacks going to do? I oh, know. Like, what, what are they going to do? Who are they going to pick? Because here, now that's Stevenson, how you you cannot not pick him at 15. Mm. Like, what are they going to do? Like, like, it is just, they have been, but their defence, bro, it's their defence. They are muscling up. Like, they will not let anyone cross their line. And it's, you can see it. Like, you can see their connection and defence. You can see how hard they're working for each other. Um, and that confidence now after going nine straight. Like yeah, they've got a they've got a really good chance here of going all the way and not even get beaten this year. Mm.
0: Yeah, we're lucky at fullback. Like you mentioned, Sean Stevenson. Will Jordan returned to play last week. Um oh, he
1: was magic too, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah,
0: for game one, his first game oh, for six. Oh no. And then we've still got we've still got Bodie that can play at the back. Um Geordie can play at the back. Um, we've got kids like Zan Sullivan. We, we've got so many 15s.
1: Well, yeah, and that's, look, And once you've got a plethora of riches, right, in terms of selections, but, yeah, I, I think I think if Bodie Barrett doesn't perform over the next sort of four to five weeks, because um, Richard Mwango is obviously the incumbent, right? Like, and he is playing good footy, like really, really good footy. So, you know, when you have... As many selection issues as what the All Blacks will have, um, I just hope they don't they, they don't tinker too much and they just go with players with form because. Mm. Well, you could you could argue,
0: JP, that Damien McKenzie's the form team. Oh yes,
1: and the DMAC too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, uh, yes, I would have him on the bench because he's a player that can cover anywhere, right? Like, so you've got so you've actually got Bowden Barron probably DMAC fighting for a bench spot. To be yeah. honest, because you've got Will Jordan who can cover the back as well. Um, because you need obviously inside back and an outside back.
0: Um
1: oh, and then you've got your back row. What about your back row?
0: Oh my no. god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a um customer call Zoom thing where we have a lot of our clients on and we there was um all of those Customers and there was me, Israel Dagg, and Mitch McLennigan, a former black cap on, and a guy asked me about, um, because I was rugby bookmaker for years and how you go about tournaments, you can tell me, because you played a lot of games for the Wallabies, and you played World Cups, tournament rugby is very different to a non-World Cup, a non-tournament, because there's no rest, it's relentless, and I think depth is the most important thing at a World Cup, and I think the All Blacks have the best depth. If France, Ireland, England, South Africa get four or five tournament-ending injuries, the step down for them in quality is way bigger step down than what the All Blacks have got.
1: Yeah, spot on, bro. Um, it, it's about your thirty-two man squad or thirty-three. I don't, I don't know. We we had thirty-two back in the day, but. Um, And it was actually like so we we and when we won the world cup in 99 it was the very first time we had ever pulled our money together so what that meant was because players who who were the dirty dirt we used to call them the dirt trackers right like so guys that weren't in the 22 yeah and so you had 10 players and so they for each game um players would get paid differently like match payments and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, John Eels turned around and said, Nah, we're all together in one squad. So, everyone, so guys like Chris Latham, I think, who played, um, or Scott Sample, I think there's one player that played 10 minutes in the whole tournament, got paid exactly the same as John Eels, who played seven games. Wow. So, so we, we, the value of a squad um, in a World Cup. Is, is your depth, correct, and it's your training. So when you go and play a game, it's then being able to have – because you, your reserves – because, see, when you're training too now, in, let's say, leading up to a Blood World Cup, like they'll actually bring in extra players so you can simulate a game. So you've got 15 on 15. Um, and so when you're in a World Cup, you have enough players to be able to simulate games and be able to say, well, look, we're playing France this weekend. This player does this. This player does this. Um, line outs, you're able to do line out defence, um, work on your, on your scrummaging so you can scrummage against live scrums, all that sort of stuff. But you, you're right. It, it is a tournament with seven games you've got seven games and it's it's your pool games because you, you've always got one game where you can play all your reserves but I mean, I, I remember the British and Irish Lions tour back in 2001, a guy called Martin Corrie, who wasn't even picked to go on the squad. He was a late call-up because there was an injury. Mm. And he ended up playing every single game because he ended up playing in the test matches because he played himself into the test match team. And, that's, and that is indicative of how good your squad is. And so you want players... To be, to be putting so much pressure on that player in front. And that comes from the training. And when they get an opportunity, bro, they've got to take it, right? And so when you've got an entire squad playing at that level, yeah, it breeds confidence throughout the team. And now it's it's all about momentum after those – like you build the momentum in your, in your pool games and then that quarterfinal. Seven, but it, it's different rugby, though, too, though. Like, you know, you will watch South Africa – they just change into a defensive penalty shot, defense kick. Like it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it does change a little bit. Like your, your, your mentality towards, cause it's, I think the side that will win it this year because it's such a close competition will be the side that backs themselves and plays how they normally play. That's mm. what I reckon. So I still think, man, Ireland's a good chance this year, bro. Like, I really think. But you're right. Um, but I think it's France's to lose and All Black's still to win. So um, the the Irish can definitely pull up an offset. I think it's the French French's to lose the World Cup, but I think it's the All Black's can still win it. Um, <sighs> yes, boy. Ah, yes, boy.
0: Yeah. We have to scoot, JP. Awesome to touch base, mate.
1: Bro. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for all those beautiful messages, man. It really made my day. And, um, yeah, now back in, man. Come on, the Brumbies. Come on, the
0: Brumbies. (laughs) Let's leave it there. JP, we'll catch up next week. Champion. Bye, man. Cheers, mate. Jeremy Paul, every Friday, two o'clock.